Welcome to the ministry of Reverend Jerry Pino, founder and head pastor of Disciple Nations Church, The Word Place, a 21st century charismatic, apostolic, and an evangelical ministry. Reverend Jerry Pino is passionate about soul winning, working of miracles, and empowering believers to take their rightful place in the world. He believes that Africa must send the gospel of Jesus to every city, town, or village of the world, and thus, he is committed in doing by establishing 50,000 churches across the world in his lifetime. He is a gifted teacher of the gospel, a prophet and an entrepreneur. He is a marketer and an investment banker by profession. He holds an MBA in marketing from the University of Cape Coast, Ghana. Now hear today's word. Together for Jesus. Take your seat. Hallelujah. You want to lift up your voice and sing unto Jesus. He's a good friend. Self. 
Hallelujah. We thank God for this morning. I want to say a very uh, big happy Father's Day to uh, the Happy Father's Day to uh, all the men in the house. Uh, if we are saying Happy Father's Day, what we are saying in effect is that uh, you are a responsible man. And so if you are not, uh, then we will take it back. <laughs> Amen. In the book of 1 John 1, 1, the Bible says that that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. Amen. So I'm coming to share with you um, not theoretical sermon, uh, but practical. Um, something I have experienced personally. And I believe that if we apply ourselves diligently to what I'm about to share with you, um, you will be blessed. Amen. You will be blessed. All right, so Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. It is our month of faith. And I love faith. Amen. I love faith because faith is not giddy giddy, but faith is action. Faith, faith is not how muscular you look, but faith is your output. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables. That he may run. So one of the reasons why you must write down the vision is not so you feel good. Amen. You know, some people... They have heard a lot of motivational speakers. So they also write down things so that when you see, they can prove to you that I also have a vision. But that is not a purpose for a vision. The Bible says that the Lord said to him that write down the vision and make it plain so that those who see it may run with it. So one of the uh, reasons why you must have a vision is so you can run faster in life. Amen. So you can run faster in life. So you can run faster. Number two, so your followers can run along with you. Amen. Please go ahead. For the vision is not now, but it is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak. And not lie. Though it tarry, wait for the vision. Because it will surely. Can you preach with me? Tell the one by you that wait for the vision. Oh, say wait for the vision. Wait for that dream. Wait for your healing. Wait for your miracle. Wait for your breakthrough. Because I can tell you that as long as your trust and your faith is in God, it shall surely come. It shall surely come. Are you in the house? It shall surely come. It shall surely, can I prophesy to you? May the Lord change your story. I said, may the Lord change your story. Whatever you are trusting God for, I have come as a child of God, as a servant of God, to let you know that though it tarries, 
It is coming. I said, it is coming. I said, it is coming. I see pillowness coming out of this service. I said, I see pillowness. I see married people. I see professors. I see politicians. I see pastors. I don't know who I am talking about, but I'm talking to a few people. If you are the one, stand to your feet and shout, I am the one. He says that the vision is yet but for an appointed time. Though it tarries, wait. Wait. It shall happen. Corona has caused a lot of people to give up on their dreams, but I came to let you know that though it tarries, wait. Am, am, am I preaching? Don't, 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 don't change your story. Don't, don't change your dreams. Don't change your vision because of Corona. Whatever you have said you will do from the beginning of the year, hold on to it. I said what? Hold on to it. Hold on to it. It shall happen. Verse 4. My, my emphasis. Verse 4. Hallelujah. The righteous. The just. You see, one of the things you must understand if you are a Christian is that Christian must live by faith. The word believes that we must live by so many things. So now the word says we must live by this. The word says there is a virus that has no cure, but hand sanitizer can protect you from the virus. The just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. The righteous shall live by his faith. Remember, uh, uh, you, you will not live by your education by your exposure by your network you know we believe in so many things today we teach many things if you want to succeed you must have A, B, C, D can I tell you something if you want to succeed you must have faith you must have faith Good education, good job, networking, money are all good. But they cannot make you like the way faith will make you. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Why? When you become a Christian, you must understand that you have been bought with a price. 2 Corinthians says, 19 to 20. You have been bought with pride. So now you don't live by the standard of the world. You live by the standard of the one who purchased you. And the one who purchased you says that you must survive by faith. So that everything around you might be, might be going bad. Everything around you might be wrong. But when you have faith, you can stand and say that this too shall pass. Am I preaching? You are in the world, but you are not of the world. John 17, 14 to 16. Therefore, you cannot live by the standards of the world. We put on this thing, not because we don't have faith, but because we have wisdom. I'll tell you that if you are in the service, put it on before they come and arrest us. But for us, our survival is hinged 
the things that we have around us. Faith has very little to do with what we can achieve and all to do with who we believe. Faith has very little to do. Faith is very little to do with what we can achieve by our human strength. But everything to do with whom we believe. Mark chapter 5 verse 25 to 34. So faith has nothing to do with your family background. When you are sick and you go to the hospital and they ask you, do you have this history in your family? Tell them yes, but there is another history in the family. Are you here? Do you have a, a, a record of uh, a, a diabetes in your family? Tell them yes, but there is a better record. Jesus died on the cross. That one is a better record. It is a better record. Does faith deny that there are diabetes patients in your family? No. But faith says that because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives. All fear is gone. Shabara Sataka and now I know. I know. Yes, I know. I know. He owns Not family fear. records. Not family records. And life is worth living just because. Life is worth living just because he lives. Amen. Yeah. Let's go. Mark chapter 5. Verse 25 to 34. The woman had an issue. And according to theologians, she spent almost all her life savings on physicians. But to no avail. Sometimes in life, you can be faced with a situation that money cannot address. What will address it is where your faith is placed. Where your faith is placed. The woman has suffered for many years. She has spent and spent and spent. You see, see there is that stage in your life that you, you, you understand that uh, uh, even though Bible says that money answers all things, but money is not everything. Are you here? Are you here? Are you sure? Am I boring you? I'm going to share something with you. Very brief, but you'll be blessed. You will be blessed because it has transformed. When I caught this revelation, amazing testimonies, amazing. Why? Because in faith, you walk in abundance, not lack. Verse 27. When she has heard of Jesus, she touched the garment of Jesus Christ not for a show, but, but, but she, she had something in mind. The Bible says that she has said certain things to herself. If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, that was what they told him in Ghana. 
in the sea crowds, you know, they ask, who touched me? How can you be in the crowd and be asking, in other words, such senseless questions? But Jesus knew that a virtue had left him. You see, your faith is what will make something leave God to you. Your faith. Your faith. Your faith. Faith helps you to align with God's perspective about life. Faith helps you to see things from God's perspective and not from the perspective of the world. Faith. Faith. So what is faith? This one I want to speak to you briefly on faith, the change factor. Listen, your situation can change. Huh? If, if, if you can change your perspective about God. Your situation can change. If you can change your, pers- your perspective about God. Faith is more of perspective analysis in line with God's word as against the world. In other words, the world may be saying certain things, but what does the word of God say about the same situation? And what the word of God says about the same situation is what inspires you to overcome the world. Are you here with me? So I want to talk to you about faith, the change factor. The change factor. The change factor. What is faith? Faith is seeing things from God's perspective seeing things from God's perspective. What does it mean to see things from God's perspective? As I said earlier, what does the word of God say about this situation? Everybody is dying. Okay. So what does the word of God say? With long life. Everybody is falling sick. Okay. What does the word of God say? Let the weak say. Let the weak say. Economic crisis. Okay. What does the word of God say? Let the poor say. Economic crisis. Things are telling. People are losing jobs. Genesis 26. In the same land of famine. From verse 12. Isaac planted. The same year. And the Bible says that he had a hundredfold. Not just that. He became rich. His wealth continued to grow. When everybody was crying. Why? If you read from verse 1 of Genesis 26, the Bible says that the Lord appeared to him. You see, when God appears to you, your situation is different. Can I prophesy to somebody this morning? God is about to appear to you. I said, God is about to appear. You see, when when God appears to you, eh, you don't see what is happening around you. You only see what God is saying. That is why it is important that we align ourselves with God through his chosen servants. Like Prophet Shai. Align yourself. Why? You will realize that Isaac did not just succeed because he was good. The Bible says that God said to him that because of your father Abraham, 
Do you have a father? Do you have a father? Are you sure? In the Lord? Because of him, God will favor you. He will. He will. So, faith helps you to see things from God's perspective. Faith is believing that what God has said he will do. sick, the doctors are saying you will die. What God has said, he will do. He will do. Amen. Number two, faith is the supernatural eye that makes impossible things possible with God. It is that supernatural eyes that helps you to see possibilities when everybody is seeing impossibilities. When everybody is saying that this thing will kill all of us by June the year, you think it's a joke? Look, Bible says that by your words you shall be ensnared. Your words, your words, your words can enslave you. When it comes to the realm of the spirit, there is no joke with words. Write it down. When it comes to the realm of the spirit, there is no joke with what? There is no joke. Everything you say can happen. Everything. Why? Because the enemy doesn't joke. He is roaring like a lion. 24 7, seeking whom he might devour. So if you bring yourself in the form of a joke, he will prove to you that he doesn't joke. Amen. I said, delete this thing. By you, you and who will die? You and who? Me. It will look like a joke. But trust me, words are weapons. Words are weapons. Weapons. Finally, faith is an absolute belief in God. Absolute belief. Absolute. Absolute. You don't turn left, you don't turn right. Absolute. Absolute belief. Nobody can, can convince you to believe otherwise. Absolute belief in God. Alright, so why does faith matter? Number one, without faith, you can't please God. Hebrews eleven six. That is why faith matters. You cannot please him. Number two, Without faith, you can't receive anything from God. James 1, 5 to 6. Without faith, you can't receive. Look, you can meet the most powerful prophet in town. Buy the most expensive oil. Let them pour it on your head. Somersault on the floor. Go and hit the wall. Come back. Break your waist. Without faith, you won't receive anything from God. Our relationship with God is based on faith. So when it comes to even salvation, we are saved by grace through faith. Why do you believe you are saved? Did you see Jesus on the cross physically? Were you there? Huh? Were you there when Jesus died? Did you see him? 
but you read and you believed. That is faith. So the Bible says that even salvation, we are saved by grace through faith. So without faith, you can't even receive salvation. You can't receive anything. All the things you are trusting God for, my friends, will happen by faith. Sometimes we get deceived easily. That is why you see believers chasing false prophets in quotes. Forgive my language, but uh, I'm a preacher. You see believers who are, you see believers chasing prophets who themselves do not know their left from their right. Why? Because number one, most charismatic believers are lazy. We don't want to study. Most charismatic believers will not sit down for you to teach them. They, they, no, 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 no. So they come to a church where the pastor is a prophet. Shankom. 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 A lot of people have received conscience and their lives nothing. Do you know why? Because even if the conscience is proper and you lack the word of God in you, the ground is not fertile. The ground is not fertile. So without faith, you can't receive anything. So faith comes by hearing. So as I'm preaching to you now, you don't know what is happening to you, but supernaturally, things are realigning. Yeah. Things are realigning. Amen. Alright. So, I will show you a few lessons from the woman with the issue of blood on how to develop. One of the things you must understand is that faith does not develop through our natural abilities. Faith does not develop through our natural abilities. It takes the revelations and grace of God to firmly believe. Revelation and the grace of God to firmly believe. Firmly. So how can we develop our faith? Number one, through relationship. In Hebrews 12, 2, we learn that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. And so, for us to be able to develop faith, we must develop a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? He is the giver of faith. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. An intimate relationship with Jesus will give you a fresh revelation of the nature and power of God and your rights as God's child. An intimate relationship. Intimate relationship. You want to develop faith? Love Jesus. Pursue Jesus. L follow Jesus. How do you do that? Study the word of God. Pray. Live a holy life. Be punctual. Be committed in church. Love the things of God. Support the things of God. Develop relationship. Why? Because without an intimate relationship with Jesus, your faith will not grow. You see, faith does not grow in isolation. The faith that grows is the faith that is based on relationship with Jesus. Most of the times, whenever our relationship with him is affected in any way, our faith goes down. Have you realized that? When, when you start messing up, when you start sleeping with girls, you notice that suddenly your faith level goes down. Why? 
there is a direct relationship between your relationship with Christ and faith. Direct. So when it goes, when one goes down, automatically the other happens. What happens? It goes down. When one goes up, automatically what happens? The other goes up. So if you want to grow in faith, you must first look at your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that was what the lady did. When she heard about Jesus, she moved. How did she manage to even touch Jesus? Number two, you will never believe in somebody you have no proud information about or knowledge about. I want to submit to you that I believe with all my heart that the woman might have had a prayer interaction with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not in the Bible, but I'm telling you. And so, probably she might have heard that this man has cleansed the lepers. This man has raised the dead. Are you here with me? This, this, this man has turned water into wine. This, this, this man is doing wonders. So when he, she heard that finally the man is coming her way, she said, today, not today. Today, not today. Today, not today. So you need a relationship. Amen. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 that, that I, I, I may know him. Are you here? That I may know him. Why? If you don't know him, you will not know faith. Knowing him inspires faith. Knowing him. So, don't, don't think that faith is something you can just speak without Jesus. No, 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 no. You are deceiving yourself. Number two, study the word. Study the word. Love the word. Pursue the word. Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing. How did the woman move? She heard. How will you move? You must hear. Are you here? You must hear. When I started our ministry, the ministry was in, uh, in my living room. I said, the Lord has told me that in two years, I have heard, we will build. We had only three people in the room. I said, I have heard. I have done what? Are you here with me? I have heard. Like I'm hearing now. Pillowness, I imagine. I am hearing. The Lord told me that uh, we will build in two years' time. I told them, it didn't look like it will happen. In two years, we built. Yeah, we built an auditorium. We built. The Lord says that he, 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 he wants me to raise missionary and billionaires. It sounds weird. You have started church to raise billionaires. Yes. Are you a billionaire in the spirit? Yes. I, I have told you. The scripture I read, First John, the things that we have heard, the things that we have touched, they are the things we testify about. We don't testify, testify about things that we have not experienced. Are you here? I said what? When you hear, you produce. That is why it is important that you must watch the things you are hearing. The same way faith comes is the same way fear comes. The same way productivity comes is the same way unproductivity comes. The same way life comes is the same way death comes. So be careful of what you are hearing. What are you hearing? It will either inspire faith or fear in you. Am I teaching at all? Number three. Testimonies. 
Bible says in Revelation 12, 11, that we overcame the enemy by the blood and by the words of our testimonies. One of the things that testimonies does for you is that, especially testimonies that you have personally experienced, it gives you the assurance that God is closer. Number two, it helps you to reaffirm your belief and your faith in God that if he has done it before, he will do it again. He will do it again. He will do it again. As we worship, he will do it again. God of miracles, signs and wonders as we worship he will do it again why because the bible says that he's the same yesterday he's the same today and he's the same forever he said i am the lord thy god i change it i don't change Governments and politicians and wicked people all over the world are making us to believe that God can change. But can I tell you something? It is impossible for God to change. I said what? If he says that by his stripes you are healed, you are healed. Oh, you don't know, you don't know what I'm talking about. I said if he says that thou shalt serve the Lord thy God and he shall bless it is true, he will bless. And he will take away sickness. It is true, he will take away sicknesses. Why? As you serve him, the Bible says that what is written is written. It may look like we are down today, but give us time. We are growing. We are coming up. I said, give us time. We are growing and we are coming up. Give us time. Today, you can intimidate us. No problem. Give us time. When Jesus was born a child, they had to run away with him. Why? Because there is time for everything. At the appropriate time, he will face them and say, I am the king and you know it. But as a child, they had to run away with Jesus. We are growing. We are coming up. They should keep intimidating us. But the time is coming that the power of God, when they enter our auditoriums, they will fall down. When they enter our auditoriums, they cannot stand. Why? Because we represent not kingdom from this earth, but kingdom that is from above. I might preach to some people. If you are the one, shout, you are preaching to me. Testimonies. Testimonies. So I am aware. Listen to me. This is our consolation in Christ Jesus. That we look at the things that are happening around us and we conclude that he is with us and he will do it for us. Are you here? He will do it for us. He will do it for us. He will. He will. He will. Number four, through obedience. Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat of there. So, so you must be willing. If you are willing, you will eat. Amen? Number five. Step out in faith. Making confessions. James chapter 2, verse 14 to 26. You see, one of the things you must understand is that faith 
must always be accompanied by action and works. If you claim you have faith, you must prove it with your works. You don't claim you have faith and sleep in your room. Faith must always be accompanied by works. When the lady heard that Jesus was coming, she moved. She moved. Faith is more effective in movement. Faith works better when there is movement. Don't sit at one place. And as you move, don't just move. Make confessions. The Bible said the lady said to herself, the woman said to herself, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. So I want to believe that while she was going, she was declaring that as I touch him, I am healed. As I touch him, I am healed. He is a miracle worker. He is a healer. As I touch him, I am healed. And true to her word, when she touched Jesus, she was healed. She was healed. I want you to understand that change will come through faith. And without faith, your life will remain the same. You want to move your life forward. You want to move your ministry forward. You want to move your career forward. Your family forward. You need faith. And in conclusion, where your faith is placed is very important. Some people place their faith in worldly things, in material things. Some people place their faith in idols. But where your faith is placed is what will make the difference. I want to encourage you that place your faith in God. Trust him wholeheartedly. Believe that whatever he has said, he will do. And this is how your change will. The Lord bless you. Thank you for listening to Reverend Jerry Payne. For more information about our ministry, kindly visit our website at www.disciplenationschurch.org or call us on 0244-733-659. Locate the workplace of Disciple Nations Church at Sotoko Official Town Market near the Bonnie Bend Building or Sadiba Electronics in Accra. God bless you.